Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. I'm Mario Jr., a 15-year-old AB Honor Community and Environmental Activist. And our topic today is Charles Orgbon III, putting his best greening forward. Well, I know you love to have fun, so in each broadcast, I have a joke of the day and a great green tip to help help you on your great green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke of the day, and I know at the end of the show, I'll give you the answer. So here it is. It's, it's almost Halloween time, so you know this joke will be very Halloween-driven, so that might give you a, a little, maybe like a little tip or kind of a hint. All right, so here it is. Why wasn't there any food left after the monster party? Hmm. You never know. Never know. This. I think this was a good one. I think this is a good one. And I. I. I, I really did laugh when I. Uh, read. Read this uh, joke of the day. So I hope you guys enjoy it. So we're gonna get right into it, guys. I'm so excited. This show has been uh, a very. A good show that I want to uh, take part in for a very long time, so I'm glad we're here in the now, and we're going to do this great show. So, well, we're here today speaking with the CEO of Greening Forward himself, Mr. Charles Orgbon III. He is an amazing person, making enormous waves environmentally in his community around him. So, thank you so much for being here on the, the uh, show today, Charles. I know this would be a show to remember. So, without any more uh, time wasted, let's get right to it. How are you uh, doing today? Thank you so much, Mario. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm doing well. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. So so why did you decide to be an environmentalist? Like, where did it all, you know, start? Where where did your Go Green journey begin? Uh, My journey began as a fifth grader at Charleston Catholic School in South Carolina. And I actually went to a school that required service. And so at the time, it was very easy for me to um, pick up litter after school, but that required a little bit of searching. You know, that requirement of service sort of um, encouraged me to look at the world and look for problems. You know, where could I best fit in? What could I best do? And littering sort of stood out to me as being a problem on our school campus and something that I, I could actually tackle. Um, And I ended up learning more and more and more about environmental issues through that process because, not because I'm an environmentalist, but because I kind of had to do it at first, and then I'm just naturally a curious person. That's just always been who I I am as a person. So as I learn more and more about environmental issues, I find myself, you know, sort of moving from, hey, I'm going to do this as a requirement, to I want to do this for fun, this is actually uh, positive and makes difference, and I like doing that. Right. Well, that is awesome. Now, did you always know that you were going to be an environmentalist? <laughs> um, no, it just sort of was a path that developed organically over time. Um, as I learned more and more about environmental issues, it became really obvious, like, how if someone understood that we are having wars over natural resources and that the uncertainty of our food security and water security and climate change, these are pressing issues that um, are almost going to be at the face of our generation, Mario, you and I's generation, <laughs> in our lifetime. Things that we're going to have to figure 
problems to. And so the, at first, Greeting Ford was just a website where I got to share these things. I got to talk about what it meant to be an environmentalist, what does it mean to recycle, and what does it mean to um, uh, make simple steps to go green. Now, as a fifth grader, I thought that recycling was all there is to being an environmentalist. Right. We obviously know that that's not <laughs> <laughs> So um, over time, um, I wanted to help my school campus go green and then help other young people. I saw this void. It's like, how can we help other young people in other communities also green their school campuses as well? Wow, that is awesome. Now, that kind of reminds me a lot about myself. Um, I, I never really thought I was going to be, you know, doing a radio show or being a, a true environmentalist until I was in fifth grade. Um, when when everything started to really take off, uh, I, when I was a little kid, or um, like back in fifth grade, I, I thought I was going to be like a football player, or you know, like maybe even maybe even a comedian. So I never really thought I was going to take this route, and I'm so glad I did. It was it was so spur of the moment, and um, I'm so grateful for that because I wouldn't be here talking to you today. I mean, it's it's so amazing that um, that now, like you said, the curiosity kind of. Um, grew and grew and grew to make me want to, uh, you know, be a part of the whole green movement. So I really enjoy uh, hearing, you know, uh, kids, you know, kids like you and, uh, you know, and people in general, you know, how they even got to, you know, this point and how they have created this awesome, you know, business or, you know, club or, you know, anything. But we're going to get right back into it. But first, you're listening to the Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And guess what? Our topic today is Charles Orgbon III putting his best greening forward. So we're going to get right back to the green here. Uh, now, how were you able to create your own student club leading campus beautification projects? So when I was in fifth grade, I wanted to um, also not only do this myself, but... Um, it looks a lot better when you have friends out there picking up litter with you. Um, so it was a very small group, just uh, two other students, and we organized on our school campus. I'm, I'm basically fast-forwarding fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. It all looked the same. We, had, we celebrated Earth Day. We had composting at our school. We had recycling. Um, we brought environmental educators to the school to talk about different issues. Um, we tried to incorporate environmental education to school curriculum. Like, essentially, that happened throughout my middle school years. And then um, the, group, the club grew, um, interest grew, um, people were more willing to volunteer and help, and it just, it organically happened. There was not like, I did this, and people sort of were <laughs> at it. It was just, people connected with it. And I, I'm, I'm I'm able to find now research that points that young people, uh, social issues, when it comes to young people and social issues, uh, they care most about animal and environment issues. And that's very popular among young, uh, young, uh, uh, young adults. And so that sort of resonates with young people. And I think that every school should have a group that is responsible for these kind of sustainability initiatives on campus. And so that's sort of where the, the idea came to taking 
you know, what was going on at my one school to <laughs> schools across the country. Wow, that is awesome. I mean, that that is like, you know, the key of, you know, having success. And I, I liked how... Um, like you did say, you know, how, how kids really do gravitate to, you know, um, you know, kind of clubs like that. You know, they, they, they do want to help their community, like, and they do want to, um, you, know, you, know, help, you know, help the world essentially. So it, it's really great to, you know, hear that and, you know, hear how an, another success story is uh, made, you know, out, you know, like, um, really out there. It's like, it really is great. So, and it doesn't really stop there, you know, um, it, it is um, um, great to hear success stories like that, um, but you have also an amazing uh, story to tell us during the next uh, segment here. So, if you would like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contact host button on voicemarketkids.com. Also, keep up what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to kidstar.org or Facebook, Mario Richie Jr. or tweet me at EcoJr98. Now, let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here, listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is Charles Orgbond III putting his best greening forward. Well, before you jump back into the green, let me give you the riddle to the joke of the day. And you know at the end of the show, I'll give you the answer. All right, here it is, guys. I'm so excited for Halloween. I can't wait. I'm going to be, I, I, think, I, I think I might be uh, Michael Myers for this uh, Halloween. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the joke of the day. Why wasn't there any food left after the monster party? You never know. I mean, they are they are monsters, so I mean, they're going to be eating a, a lot of things. You know, you never know. <laughs> 
All right, well, we're going to get right back into the green. We're talking with Mr. Charles here, man. This is going to be great. I can't wait. So tell the Eco fans what exactly is Greening Forward. So Greening Forward helps young people take action against environmental issues in their communities. So young people all across the country are working on various environmental issues, whether that's streamwater monitoring, building rain gardens, installing compost bins, um, to very basic things such as recycling programs to very sophisticated um, conservation awareness community fairs or um, campaigns to help reduce our country's addiction to plastics and disposable single-use plastics or to organizing rallies against fracking or more stronger support of public transportation. So all of this amazing work is going on within the Greening Ford Network, and Greening Ford is supporting these young people with grants. Last year we gave away $40,000 in grants to 2,000 young people and <clears throat> it, who represent 50 partners in a dozen communities. And we also have two youth summits, one in California, one in, here in Atlanta. Um, our one in Atlanta is actually international. And young people come together for capacity building and workshops on how do we continue to create more change and plan and promote and fundraise for our environmental causes. And then we have mentorship and, and skill-building resources that help young people navigate this world of creating environmental change in their communities. So Green Fort rose out of this interest of, hey, we're doing a good job at <laughs> educating young people about environmental issues, but what do they do about it? You know, how do we create change about it? Right. How can we empower young people to be the leaders of today? And so that's where greeting, that's the sort of void greeting for it builds, and we're building meaningful relationships with this really awesome group of young people. That I, I, that really is awesome. I mean, that is you. That is your business, greening forward. That is amazing. Now, what is greening forward's mission? I think in the end, we want to see a world that is valuing what young people bring to the table. When young people drive community change, what does that look like? I think adults need to um, understand what it means to step back a little bit and let young people lead the change and give meaningful opportunities for young people to lead. Um, we're helping other environmental organizations navigate this world of how do we incorpor incorporate youth voice and youth leadership in our resources, how do we put young people on our board of directors? How do we put young people, create a youth council even, um, where young people are adding direct input to organizations, environmental organizations' uh, operations? Or what does it look like when we run competitions for schools and the people who are judging the competitions are all in their 50s? Why don't we put some young people as judges, <laughs> young people as media, per, uh, media uh, people? Um, if the news is delivered by young people, I, just all of these opportunities that I think young people could be uh, a part of, I think it, it, we need a little um, uh, permission from adults to be able to do that. And I think adults need to be comfortable with letting young people take those leadership roles. But not permission to, to be leaders because young people already have this innate sense of how to do positive things in the world, but permission to um, to really take advantage of the things that young people have already have talents in, if that makes sense. 
that makes perfect sense and and that really was a a good observation that you know you are definitely right um you know when you're doing competitions or something like that and you know young young people are you know giving their heart heart and soul and singing or either you know uh you know sports or whatever like that usually the judges are like they, they are like in their 50s and uh you know i think it would probably be a, a better fit that um you know that young people could uh you know do those and that that, that was a really good uh op- that was a really good observation that was really good now, also, you will be listening to the Voice of Market Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is Charles Orgbon III putting his best greening forward. But we're gonna get we're gonna start forward and get right back into the green. So, um, how were you able to establish your foundation? What were some of the you know first steps in getting started? Well, I was very lucky that um, I was able to find awesome mentors, and many of them I found. Um, at first, we're with the organization called Earth Force, which is an environmental service learning organization. Um, and they were able to provide for me a lot of information about what does it mean to lead a nonprofit environmental organization. And I didn't, I mean, as a fifth grader, I didn't know what it <laughs> meant to write grants or um, develop a strategic work plan or you know, bring on volunteers and build a board of directors and, <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. I had to read the, read books on, on all of that stuff um, and, and learn it myself. And so um, I realized that if Greeting Ford was going to make a big change, I was going to need help. We're going right. to need lots of money and we're going to need lots of people to help. And so I just sort of learned what I needed to learn and found really great people who were able to fill in the gaps. Wow, that is awesome. I mean, and, and I mean, when you think about it, you are your own boss, your CEO of Greening Forward. You made your Not own really. business. That is amazing. <laughs> Not really my own boss. So the nonprofit organization, the board of directors, hires and fires the CEO. But they haven't fired me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you're never going to be fired. You are you are just amazing. I mean, that is awesome. Now, what is the most fun thing about being the CEO of Greening Forward? The most fun thing? Um, <laughs> so, a lot of my job, to be honest, is behind the scenes. Um, like, for example, we just had a volunteer event at one of the nature centers here in outside of Atlanta, and after I get off the phone with you, I'm going to have to look at some receipts and enter all that information <laughs> in and make sure that's correct. But what was really fun was actually being there and the personal connections that you can make with those people, um, the volunteers. And I love working with other young people, too, and... Um, I think that those the, the non-work sort of uh, conversations that you build with people in relationships and personal relationships you build with people outside of work that I just never would have had the opportunity to meet if I wasn't doing this in the first place, that is really cool. And being able to help them. And um, one of the girls that was there was like, 
she's a high school senior and she wanted more opportunities to serve and lead. And she's like, you know, I could have been in bed, you know, sleeping. This is her talking. You know, today, but she's actually doing something positive. And for her, that was really life fulfilling. And so for me, I love hearing that because we create these opportunities where, uh, where students can be doing something productive and meaningful. And like she says, developing her social skills. She wanted to network. She wanted to find an internship and trying to connect her to, to the parents and the other adults that were there, too, and, and networking. And so, yes, yeah, she, she sort of uh, shadowed me today, and that meant a lot to her. <laughs> well, you know what? That is amazing. And you know what? We're going to talk a, a lot more with Mr. Charles here, but we're going to have to take a little break here. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is Charles Orgbond III putting his best greening forward. Well, before we jump right back into the green, let me give you a riddle to the joke of the day. And you know at the end of the show, I will give you the answer. All right. So here is the riddle to the joke of the day. Why wasn't there any food left after the monster party? I, I don't know. I really don't know. This that's that's a good one. I mean, I, I guess since they're monsters, they they just eat everything. They just eat everything. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're gonna get right back into the game. I hope you guys enjoy the uh, the uh, the uh, joke of the day here. All right. So, Mr. Charles, now how about now how many uh, young leaders are in Greening Forward at the moment? Because you know. They're gonna be so many, much more, you know, from today and today onward. But just at at the moment. Well, <laughs> well, right now there are two thousand young people that we work with, and that's a very conservative number. Because I told you that we gave away forty thousand dollars in youth-driven initiatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so that number, um, we're really careful with our reporting. So that number is 2,000 young people is coming from the people that we've granted. So this is altogether 2,000 young people planting 300 trees, installing um, uh, 200 rain barrels and 80 compost bins and recycling tons and tons and tons, hundreds of tons of waste and saving hundreds of thousands of gallons of water and organizing rallies and community events that bring 10,000 people. 2,000 young people did that kind of stuff. But the the girl that I was just talking to you about, she doesn't fall in that number because she just came to an event one time. 2,000 young people is what are the leaders of this movement um, throughout the school year. So they get a grant in the fall. Um, Let's say it's, uh, we work with 50 partners, so let's say it's one school, 
and there's 40 people in that school that are planning these events. So multiply that times all of the groups that we funded, and you have 2,000 young people. But again, they plan events sometimes that only engage people for one time. Right. Like, like today. So today's um, cleaning up trails and... Um, uh, we had like a reptile exhibit, uh, reptile uh, herpetologist from uh, Zoo Atlanta come and show us really cool stuff. Um, those are one-time events that other people, of course, are really invited to, and that's where the ten thousand number comes from. Okay. So we have two thousand leaders who are planning things and getting things done, and are in- engaged in projects that last at least a school year long. Um, versus um, another 8,000 that may come to an event one time or two times but are a little bit further disconnected from, from the change-making. But they're still nonetheless engaged. <laughs> um, so as far as world domination goes, <laughs> that is not one of our interests. And um, very, very honestly... Um, very candidly, you know, I began by saying that we're building meaningful relationships with young people. So, you know, as we increase our impact of young people engaged, that also means we have to increase the amount of money that we're getting, the amount of staff that we have on, uh, have ready to help these young people and pr- facilitate all the other bro- programming that goes on between the beginning of the school year and the end of the school year with, with our uh, partners. Um, and so we want that to be a meaningful relationship. We want to be able to send, you know, uh, Miss Johnson, teacher in Buffalo, New York, um, a card when her baby comes next spring. Like, we want to know these people. We want to build relationships with these people. Um, so for that reason, um, it's it's not as though we want every school in the entire country to be a part of Greening Forward. While that could be awesome, it also has to come with uh, a lot of money to be able to do that, too, because, again, very meaningful relationships with young people. Wow. And, and, the, and the adults that work with them. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I, I believe that... Um, the you know the success that uh, a greening forward is um, you know is is doing. I have no doubts that um, th- that I see in the future that you know greening forward will probably be one of the staple things that all schools will 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 be participating in. I, I think I think it definitely is possible. Um, if we had a billion dollars, perhaps. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I, I never say no to anything, you know? <laughs> well, you yes. That's, <laughs> I mean, anything is possible. Um, we just concluded our financials from last, um, last fiscal year, and we determined that it costs about $33 um, to put a young person through Greening Forward for a school year. So... I mean, that's the efficiency of, of our programming, which I think is, is pretty pretty good. Right. Um, considering that those young people are dedicating dozens and dozens of hours each towards these campaigns. Um, and you think about the volunteer impact, 
let's let's actually look at that for a second. You know, the independent <laughs> sector, <laughs> the independent sector actually puts a value on what a volunteer's hour is, and it, it varies from state to state. But it's like twenty one dollars on average, something like that. So, if the amount of money that it takes to put into a Greening Ford young person is far less than what value the independent sector says that they have on the communities that they're impacting. Wow. You know what? That's awesome. You know what? Um, you know, here at the Marjorie Live and Green Show, our ego fans and I learn something new every single time I turn the mics on. You know, it, it really is great. Um, you're listening to Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is Charles Orgbon III putting his best greeting forward. So we're going to get right back into the green here. Um, so what kind of environmental issues does greening forward take on? So that's also an interesting question because it's not Greening Forward who takes on these issues. It's the young people that we work with, and they are the ones that are interested in uh, leading these campaigns. And we just, we're just able to talk about all environmental issues as an organization and be able to support them. So we sort of build these parallels between, okay, how does this section of the Clean Water Act apply to this stream to how do I get my elected officials involved or how do I write grants to create an, imp an implement um, a water habitat restoration project, we can have these conversations which are like two different kinds of conversations and bring them all into one and bring them into one conference, into one organization, into one webinar, one training, one skill building resource. Um, so young people need that kind of, you know, those Things working together, as we explore the hows and whys of environmental issues and not the whats. That's, that's sort of how we describe um, exactly what Greening for it is. Wow. Well, you know so, what? We're going to... Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break here today. Um, but did you know that Kidstar has a store? Well, it's a fundraiser. Well, no, it's a store. No, it's actually kind of both. It, 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 it is a website. This uh, site is full of uh, natural products, vitamins, minerals, supplements, weight management programs, and cleaning products that are second to none. Very earth-friendly, too. So, And every purchase benefits Kidstar financially. Log on to kidstar.org to read a message from the Kidstar founder and Voice America Kids program director, my friend and mentor, Mr. Perry Damone. Hey, find out how you can be the guest spot on this show. Email me by clicking the contact host button on voicemarkkids.com. Also, keep up what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to kidstar.org or Facebook my Richie Junior or TV at Eco Junior 98. Let's take a break, guys. I'm Mario Junior. Keep it right here. You are listening to Voice America Kids. <laughs> When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is Charles Orgbon III putting his best greening forward. Now, who is ready for that joke of the day and a great green tip? Now, I promise in this segment I will give it... uh, Tell, tell them to you, but here's the real to the joke of the day for my listeners who may have missed it. All right, guys. So why wasn't there any food left after the monster party? Hmm, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know yet. But at the end of the show, I definitely will give you the answer. All right. So, guys, you know, this is this is a great show here today, but we have to keep, you know, I'll keep it going. And this is this is like the... It's like, it's like the home run of, of the whole show uh, here today. So, Mr. Charles, so so far, what have you learned on your Go Green journey? Um, I have learned, uh, personally, um, a lot about myself. It, I've been able to really take a journey where I've been able to learn more about what what my abilities are and what my strengths are and how can I best contribute to the world? And I've been able to experience so many different things that allow me to know even more confidently what would I like to do for the rest of my life and what kind of path do I want to live um, as a person. And I've been able to surround myself with people who um, have influenced me in so many different ways positively to t- chase those dreams of mine. And continue learning. And again, I'm still that curious person that wanted to know more about environmental issues in the fifth grade, so <laughs> I'm curiously finding myself continue, continually reading and learning more about leadership and how to build organizations. And I remember a time where I didn't know what CC meant when you're sending an email, carbon copy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm tackling all sorts of things, like how to even do succession planning or um, keeping your your team well well run, so it it that has wow been a lot of invaluable life skills that have been thrown at me that I've I've had to just through experience figure out. Um, so I I think that that has helped me become very well rounded in a lot of different ways. That is amazing. Yeah, you're def- you're definitely right, and that was a great answer right there. I-, I love I love everything that 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 you touched on, and that um, that you learned a lot about yourself. And I- and I can say that um, a true 
um, true to me as well is that um, you know doing this show and the the, the green journey that I've uh, gone through just now has definitely you know told me a lot about myself and that has given me so many different experiences that I would never thought could happen to me personally. So it, it really is great and. Um, but we're going to get right back into it, though. We're going to get right back into it. All right. Well, you know, what are some tips you would give a young environmentalist or entrepreneur going for the dream? I think that no matter where you came from, um, that you can do amazing things. Just don't wait. Don't wait. <laughs> don't wait at all. <laughs> um, you can start now. Um, and I... I get to be, as a senior now, um, in these you know, stages where soon I'm going to be hearing back from colleges and making this big step in my life, you know, by this time, if you're a senior and you're like, now I want to start an organization, or now I wish that I was more involved in, in my community, it it's not, I don't think, would be as interesting because you don't really know where you're going to be at this time of your life next year. Right. I mean, your, your future is so uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen. So start early. Start as early as you can. And um, if you don't have the opportunity to start early, then I just advise you to begin with the end in mind, as Stevie Co- Stephen Covey, Covey said. Um, as you think about starting something um, that serves a meaningful purpose, um, that you think about how are you going to build it that it's resilient, that you're going to be able to pass it on and have other people be leaders of this and, and it not be yours, that you're able to disconnect yourself from that and who you are. Um, so I think that the first step is to actually do it. <laughs> that looks a lot different for different people. Um, starting a nonprofit organization that gives away all these grants for youth driven issues, I imagine is very different than your path, Mario. Right. But I think that <laughs> if you don't know the answer, then you have to find the answer, and that's going to be after a search that, that you figure out, whether that means being brave enough that you reach out to the right people or finding it in, in ways such as on the web or the Internet or even <laughs> listening to other stories. Um, and, and, yeah, talking about finding things on the Internet, your, uh, your riddle, I actually Googled it. Oh! <laughs> I'll make sure I, I, I won't, uh, I don't want to spoil it, actually. I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is perfectly fine. Sometimes Google gets the best of me sometimes, you know? <laughs> well, before we end the show, how can we, how can the Eco fans connect with you? Is uh, Greening Forward in any social network parks? Uh, are you kidding me? This is how people find Greening Forward. <laughs> Our program director uh, talks about, he gives a lot of TED Talks as well. I mean, I've only given one TED Talk. Our program director has given like nine TED Talks. He was in Massachusetts and New York in the same like week. It was ridiculous. Um, wow. For TED Talks. And so his story is often about using greeting for out of con- as, as context of, hey, young people in the age of access have all this information at their fingertips. When you don't want to know something, when you want to know something, you know where to find an answer. And let's face it, Mario, even if you don't want to know something, the answer still finds us. <laughs> so, that's just what 
it is like in, in this day and age. And so um, Greening Ford has to sort of, our response to that is, if we want to find young people and if young people want to find us, then we need to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on the web, have a blog, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Well, it was so great um, to be talking with you and uh, you being the guest on this show here today. But it's not it's not over yet. It's not over yet. It, but it is almost time to go. And today we've been talking about Charles Orgbon III um, taking his best greening forward. But before we, we uh, go, how about that joke of the day and a great green tip of the day? All right, guys, this is going to be the answer here to the riddle, but before we start, I have to give you the riddle to the joke of the day one more time. All right. Why wasn't there any food left after the monster party? Mm, now, now, unless you had Google at your fingertips, <laughs> you might know the answer, but Charles Orgbon, what is, what is the answer here to, um, for the joke of the day? Okay, so I'm going to take a stab at this. <laughs> um, sort of like those monsters did on that food. Um, they were a goblin. Oh! <laughs> uh, you got it. You know what? I, I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, it was because everyone was a goblin. All right, guys. Well, that was the Halloween-flavored joke of the day here today. Um, but it's not over yet, guys, because we have the great green tip of the day. I hope you guys enjoy it for Halloween here. It's called Light It Up. Um, if you string lights, especially to keep walkways safe for kids, use strands of LEDs like lights, uh, like these fun spider lights. Uh, they are much less energy than con conventional holiday twinklers. Um, illuminate carved pumpkins with candles from beeswax or soy. Yes, I said beeswax. Um, to decorate your windows and glass door panes um, with uh, these beautiful non-toxic window paints from Hearth Song. If kids need flashlights to get around in the dark, try the Bogo Light Recharge with Solar Energy. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, find out our partnership opportunities like adopting a show, banner ads, or audio ads. Log on to kidstar.org or email me at mariojr at kidstar.org. Also, please help our show and all the VA Kids programs stay on the air. Log on to kidstar.org to donate. Eco fans, I can't leave without saying thank you. I'm able to share my fun eco journeys because of generous listeners like you. That's going to do it for us, uh, guys. This is the Mario Jr. Live and Green Show, produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's have some more fun next week. I'm your host, Mario Jr., asking what are you doing to go green? And bless your face. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel. My name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kidstar album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to She's Standing There. You say you never get to dance. I say you don't take a chance. If you'd only open your eyes, I think that you'd realize that you're standing here. Oh, 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 and she's standing there. Oh, 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 I'm 
by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to a muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org. <laughs> 